1: This morning,
2: Brisbane plunged back into lockdown, the race to contain a growing cluster. Border fears, venues in northern New South Wales on edge as other states slam shut. Women elevated, the PM unveils his new look ministry following weeks of scandal. And America on Edge, an emotional start to the George Floyd murder trial in Minneapolis.
3: This is Seven News. Jodie Spears.
2: Good morning, Greater Brisbane is back in lockdown this morning as the highly contagious UK variant of COVID-19 continues to spread. Four more cases of community transmission have been recorded, bringing the new cluster to a total of seven. The three day lockdown has been triggered in five local government areas, including Brisbane City, Ipswich, Logan, the Redlands and Moreton Bay. I know Bay. this is a really big call. I know it's very tough. We've got we've got Easter coming up. We've got school holidays coming up. I didn't sleep last night, so I think um, I am very worried. I'm very concerned. Panic buyers rushed into supermarkets following the announcement, with COVID testing clinics swamped. There are fears Queensland's COVID outbreak has leaked into New South Wales after it was revealed two infected cases visited popular holiday spot Byron Bay. A nurse who works in a COVID-19 ward and her sister were unknowingly infectious when they visited while on a hen's weekend. I
0: can't believe that someone who works in a COVID area has come down.
2: of control, a bit up in the air, not really sure what to expect. Ten venues are now on alert, including the farm, cafe and restaurant and the beach hotel. The rest of the country is reacting quickly as the outbreak threatens to cross borders. Western Australia has closed its border to all of Queensland, while South Australia, Tasmania, the ACT, Victoria and the Northern Territory have closed their border to just Greater Brisbane. The New South Wales Premier, however, has left her state's lines open instead, advising residents not to go to Queensland.
3: New South Wales is in a cautious position. We are not shutting down our border. We monitor the
2: situation hour by hour. Residents returning from Queensland are allowed into their respective states, but they must complete two weeks self-isolation. One of Australia's first interstate cruises since the start of the pandemic will set sail this week despite the Brisbane outbreak. Departing from Cairns, the the Coral Expeditions Cruise spans 19 days, travelling along the Queensland coast to Broome, which may now change. The grand tour was two years in the planning. The Brisbane lockdown is having major impacts on this week's AFL as the Brisbane Lions continue to wait in limbo. The team had been in Melbourne since Friday watching the situation back in Brisbane. Thursday night's clash with Collingwood has been relocated to Melbourne as the team awaits more news. The AFL is yet to clarify how long the Lions will stay in Victoria. The Prime Minister has elevated five women to senior cabinet roles in a ministerial shake-up following weeks of scandal. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott. Good morning, Rob. Scott Morrison is attempting to stabilise his government
4: good morning yes he is Jody and in his words the changes will shake up what needs shaking up this was a much bigger reshuffle than many people had expected increasing the number of women in cabinet from six to seven perhaps not surprisingly the two ministers at the center of the recent scandals have been sidelined defense Minister Linda Reynolds losing her portfolio over the Brittany Higgins case along with the Attorney General Christian Porter who's suing the ABC over historical rape allegations Miss Reynolds will take on government services mr Porter will become the industry minister. The new defence minister will be Peter Dutton and Michaelia Cash becomes attorney general. A huge elevation for Karen Andrews. She'll take on Peter Dutton's home affairs portfolio. Foreign Minister Maurice Payne will lead a new cabinet task force focusing on women's health, safety and economic security.
0: Um, amongst her female colleagues, uh, the prime minister for women. <laughs> Um, What I'm saying is that uh, in this case, the Minister for Women is the, the, the minister that is primarily responsible.
4: A new team and a new direction, which the PM hopes will help navigate his government out of trouble. Jodie.
2: Okay, Rob, thank you. A Sydney court has been shown gruesome video taken just moments after CBD killer Mert Nay murdered a 24-year-old woman as her family faced him for the first time. Nay pleaded guilty to fatally stabbing Michaela Dunn in a city apartment and seriously wounding another woman in a rampage. Michaela's mother read an emotional victim impact statement saying her daughter's murder has robbed her of a future. Sentencing will continue today. A Sydney woman has been charged with murder after allegedly stabbing her husband to death with their two children in the home. Police found the body with wounds to the neck in the bedroom of a Bankstown apartment.
1: The 49 year old man uh, was charged uh, back in uh, December with assault and offences relating to the brandishing uh, of a knife. The
2: woman, aged 37, allegedly took prescription pills before her son called police and she was taken to hospital. Her sons are with family. She will face court today. A shocking new study has found that women who earn more than their male partners are 35% more likely to be physically or sexually abused by them. Violating the male breadwinning stereotype also showed a 20% increase in emotional abuse by men. The trend was picked up during an ANU study of more than 24,000 Australian adults. Australians trying to get refunds for their tickets to the Tokyo Olympics will lose 20% of their money. The hefty handling fee by US company CoSport will equal thousands of dollars for some and the money won't appear in Aussie bank accounts until late this year. Tokyo organisers promised reimbursement when they banned foreign spectators from this year's Olympics due to COVID concerns. Two people have been taken to hospital after the car they were in rolled more than three times during wet conditions in Sydney overnight. Witnesses at Botany helped the pea plater and his passenger through the broken front windscreen of the car before emergency services arrived. Both suffered minor injuries and police are investigating the cause of the rollover. A Gold Coast mayor is under fire after making a racially insensitive joke while discussing emergency shelters comfort,
0: you wouldn't want to put a Chinese next to someone who's got a cat, you know, she might be breakfast. So.
2: Tom Tate quickly apologised in a statement saying it was a poor joke that did not intend to cause offence. Duped by his brother or part of a plot to import $200 million of cocaine by sea, Olympian Nathan Bagley has testified he claims he thought he was starting a whale-watching venture. A jury could decide as early as today if they believe him.
1: From Praise and Glory... Nathan Bagley. To a podium in the Supreme Court, Nathan Bagley, an Olympian, a fiberglasser, sick of the dust, wanting a career change, a whale-watching business with his younger brother, Drew. We both worked on kayak tours off Byron Bay. We have seen firsthand the opportunities Byron Bay has to offer. Nathan Bagley bought a rigid inflatable boat. Drew gave him the money, $108,000 in cash. Nathan Bagley registered the boat in his name and stored it at his house because in part he says if Drew Bagley had taken the boat home to the house he shares with their parents they would have asked questions like where Drew got the money to buy a powerful boat, which soon after being bought was driven for 11 hours into foreign waters for a deep-sea rendezvous with an old rusty ship. $200 million worth of cocaine was tossed overboard and reeled in onto the Bagley boat. Nathan Bagley wasn't on the boat Drew Bagley was, but under duress, he says, claiming his life was at risk. He thought they were importing tobacco. The alleged deal was done using encrypted messaging platforms. Wickers not illegal. I remember seeing Malcolm Turnbull talking about it as a standard messaging app. But unlike standard apps, words vanish without a trace. Erin Edwards, 7 News.
2: With top cuts at $70 a kilo, it's probably no surprise that one of the most commonly shoplifted items these days is meat. The cost of that theft is one honest shoppers have to share. But supermarkets are fighting back.
3: This man thinks he's got away with stealing meat from IGA.
1: And the rest, man, and the rest.
3: He had $80 worth of meat down his pants.
2: I can catch up to 10 a day.
3: This woman casually strolls to her car with a trolley load of stolen goods.
2: If she gets away with it all year, it becomes a $20,000 a year problem for our stores.
3: Shane Wilfred is a private investigator employed by IGA to run covert operations. Since COVID, meat is the number one stolen item due to its cost. He also says identifying thieves has become much harder with the wearing of masks.
1: We can't afford
2: people to just come and take porterhouse steak off the shelf, like $50 notes.
3: Meat theft is costing IGA supermarkets in Sydney hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, which will drive prices up and cost jobs.
4: Don't come into small business and steal from the small guys because they're family-owned businesses.
3: While surveillance cameras do act as a deterrent, new security-protected alarm labels are being rolled out.
4: If somebody
0: steals it, puts it in a bag, It'll activate the alarm when it goes out.
3: The National Retailers Association says shoplifters have become more organised, even researching places where staff have been told not to approach thieves. Here at IGA, they're doing things differently. Shoplift here and you will be confronted and get caught.
1: If you're going to do something wrong in the shops, shoplift me, whatever, you won't see me till I'm flashing a badge outside the store.
3: Samantha Brett, 7 News.
2: Coronavirus restrictions have eased across the UK with the stay-at-home order now coming to an end. Outdoor sports facilities including swimming pools, tennis courts and golf courses have reopened and organised team sport outdoors can also resume. Two households or groups of up to six people are now able to meet up outdoors. More restrictions will be eased in two weeks. The giant container ship which blocked Egypt's Suez Canal for almost a week has been fully refloated. A flotilla of tugboats helped free the Ever Given from the canal's sandy bank. The 400-metre-long ship has been blocking one of the world's busiest trade routes. With more than 300 ships waiting to travel through the canal, it could take up to 10 days to clear the backlog. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is trading higher this morning, and the Nasdaq is down. In London, the FTSE fell. Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed up more than 200 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also finished higher. The All Lords finished in the red, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,732 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 62 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 76 US cents. 83 Japanese yen and $1.09 New Zealand. The World Health Organization's mission to Wuhan has concluded it's extremely unlikely coronavirus originated from a laboratory leak. The organisation's final report says the transition of the virus from bats to human through another animal is the most likely scenario. The coronavirus pandemic has so far killed more than 2.7 million people. The trial of Derek Chauvin, the former police officer charged with murdering George Floyd, has begun in the US, with the video showing Mr Floyd's death played during the prosecution's opening statement. US correspondent Tim Lester is outside the court in Minneapolis. Good morning, Tim. It's been an emotional first day.
0: Good morning, Jody. Yes, uh, motion expected, I think, given the position that the prosecution has taken here on day one. And in fact, in the lead up to this trial, they've wanted to make this public. Partly for the fam- family's pursuit of justice for George Floyd, partly also because they see it in a broader context, part of the bigger, longer American civil rights fight. So you have Al Sharpton, Reverend, Reverend Al Sharpton, uh, the leader of the civil rights movement, uh, key figure in that movement here and leading a lot of the public demonstrations and protests, not least this morning when he and other fa- and family members knelt for eight minutes and 46 seconds, the time it was originally thought that the accused Eric Chauvin had held his knee uh, to the neck. Uh, traffic here get through a uh, uh, through a a, um, barrier area there. Um, Eight minutes and 46 seconds, the time it was thought that the knee had been to the neck of George Floyd. In fact, it was longer. The prosecution, though, arguing this is bigger than just the guilty or not guilty verdict. So, America, this is the moment. This is the moment to show the rest of the world that you are the standard bearer when it comes to liberty and justice for all. The whole world is watching. The defence, for its part, has been uh, far more reserved, certainly not making a public case, uh, but also laid out in its opening argument this morning, the attorney, uh, Eric Nelson, suggesting that it too would use video extensively in its argument uh, for a not guilty verdict for the accused particularly the video of the police officers discussing around the scene at the time uh, that George Floyd was held on the ground. We expect at least two weeks of evidence here, so it may well be a month or more away before we have a verdict in the trial. Jody.
2: A lot riding on that one. Okay, thank you. Tim Lester in Minneapolis there. In sport, Essendon's injury woes have hit new lows. Ruckman Sam Draper faces at least two months out with an ankle injury, but there are concerns he could be ruled out for the season. Dylan Scheel will miss up to six weeks after surgery on a knee injury, while Jai Caldwell is out for two months with a hamstring injury. Giant Sam Reid has been offered a two-game ban for his bump that concussed Fremantle's Nat Fife. The 18th man substitute is set to be approved by the Australian Rugby League Commission as early as today. The sub will likely have a number of provisions to prevent it from being rorted by coaches. It comes after the Sharks were left with no players on the bench against the Eels on Saturday. The Roosters are set to debut teen sensation Sam Walker against the Warriors after Luke Keary was ruled out for the season. Steve Smith has officially put his hand up to captain Australia again if selectors want him back in the role. Smith hasn't captained any Australian side since being as, axed as skipper following the sandpaper saga in South Africa three years ago. But the 31-year-old told News Corp he would be interested in retaking the job if selectors decide to ax Tim Payne and Aaron Finch as captains. Cricket Australia have backed Payne to lead Australia for this summer's Ashes and Finch for the 2020 World Cup in October Ash Barty's Miami Open defence is still alive but not without a hiccup. The world number one put together a dominant opening set against Victoria Azarenka winning 6-1. It was the Belarusians turn in the second with Azarenka winning it 6-1 but Barty bounced back closing out the win in the third set It's not always the case you're not going to win every single tennis match but you can certainly give it your all every time Barty is into the quarterfinals. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, unstable air is maintaining thundery showers over the northern tropics. Troughs are triggering showers and storms over parts of WA, northeast New South Wales and southeast Queensland. Around the capitals today a possible shower in Brisbane, a top of 26 degrees. Mostly sunny and 23 in Sydney, mostly sunny as well in Canberra, a top of 22. Sunny in Melbourne, 20. Mostly sunny, 22 in Hobart. Sunny and 27 in Adelaide, mostly sunny, 29 degrees in Perth. And a possible thunderstorm, 35 degrees in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Tuesday the 30th of March.